Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for October 15th, 2023. Please join in our call to worship. Let us call to mind the reason for our hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. I say to myself, The Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for Him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in Him, to the one who seeks Him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Let us praise the one who is with us when we pass through the waters, the rivers, and the flames. Let us praise the great I Am, the Lord our God, our Savior. I'll never 
God, give us the courage to worship and serve only you. Stay with us. Light our way. Guide us and hold us close. In Jesus' name, amen. from the book The Lives We Actually Have, 100 Blessings for Imperfect Days by Kate Bowler and Jessica Ritchie. God, I am paralyzed by fear, afraid my past might creep back to haunt me, afraid of what might happen next, afraid of what might not. For my loved ones, my kids, my friends, my parents, my job, my nation, and my world. Afraid, afraid, afraid. Blessed are we who admit, God, I'm afraid. Blessed are we who confess, I don't know how to stop this spin cycle of worry. You know our anxious minds. You fill our anxious hearts. You promise us your presence, the quiet of your love. God, quiet my fears. Hold me when I feel there is no place to stand. For now, may I inhale and exhale your presence. For our God is closer than air. God have mercy, Christ have mercy, Spirit have mercy. Amen.
We continue our series, Faces of Our Faith, with the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and the fiery furnace, Daniel 3. King Nebuchadnezzar made a golden statue, whose height was 60 cubits and whose width was 6 cubits. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then King Nebuchadnezzar sent for the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to assemble and come to the dedication of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, the prefects, and the governors the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces assembled for the dedication of the statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. When they were standing before the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had set up, the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble, you are to fall down and worship the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire." Therefore, as soon as all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Accordingly, at this time, certain Chaldeans came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble shall fall down and worship the golden statue. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These pay no heed to you, O king. They do not serve your gods, and they do not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Then... Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought in. So they brought those men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, and you do not worship the golden statue that I have set up? Now, if you are ready when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, and entire musical ensemble to fall down and worship the statue that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. And who is the God that will deliver you out of my hands? 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to to present a defense to you in this matter. If our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and out of your hand, O king, let him deliver us. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods, and we will not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was so filled with rage against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face was distorted. He ordered the furnace to be heated up seven times more than was customary, and ordered some of the strongest guards in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. So the men were bound, still wearing their tunics, their trousers, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. Because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was so overheated, the raging flames killed the men who lifted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But the three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the furnace of blazing fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up quickly. He said to his counselors, Was it not three men that we threw bound into the fire? They answered the king, True, O king. He replied, But I see four men unbound walking in the middle of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the fourth has the appearance of a god. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of these men, The hair of their heads was not singed, their tunics were not harmed, and not even the smell of fire came from them. Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. They disobeyed the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree any people, nation, or language that utters blasphemy against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins. For there is no other god who is able to deliver in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. My first visit to New Mexico was in January of 1977. My friend Karen and I were going to tutor and assist at the Brethren in Christ mission near Bloomfield. 
we were taking an interterm class called Multicultural Education, and as a capstone, we traveled to this most foreign of places in the dead of winter. There we met Edith Murky. Edith had lived among the Navajo for some time. Through her genuine care and facility with the Navajo language, she had become trusted enough to be informally adopted into the tribe. She insisted we talk to a Navajo woman employed at the mission named Ernestine Chavez. Ernestine told us this story. When Ernestine and her sister were young girls, living in a hogan on the Navajo reservation with their grandfather, some re representatives from the United States government came by. The girls were to be sent to the government boarding school, the government man said. They were given no choice. The girls who spoke no English were ripped from their grandfather's arms and piled into a vehicle where they sobbed and clung to one another in fear. When they arrived at the government school, their clothing was taken from their, them. Their hair was cut. They were put in a long line with other children where a white woman was handing out a small wooden plaque hung on strings to each child. When it was her turn, the plaque hung around her neck read Ernestine. She has gone by that name ever since. I do not know her Navajo name. Ernestine and the other children were not allowed to speak their native tongue. They learned to dress as white people and to speak English. They learned white people's ways, and they were not allowed to communicate with relatives back home. By the time they returned to their home country, their grandfather was dead. Relatives said he had died of grief. Why do I tell this story? Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went through a similar process. They, too, were members of a conquered race. They, too, were torn from their homes and taken away to a foreign land against their will. They, too, were given new names. Their original Hebrew names had been Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. But who remembers those names? No, we know them by the names their Babylonian captors gave them. They were forbidden their native language and their native religion. They were fed food, which went against their faith and customs to eat. They were kept in virtual slavery. But God is on the side of the downtrodden. God is on the side of those who suffer injustice. So when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, however we may know them, refused to bow down to the foreign god, the true god did not abandon them. Of course, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not know how their story would turn out. They showed true courage. 
The scripture does not say that these three Hebrew men were not afraid. No, they may have been very afraid. What reasonable person would not fear being thrown into a blazing furnace? But these three men did not let that fear control their actions. These three men chose their faith over their fear. Or we could say they chose their fear. They chose their fear of God, their reverence and awe of the Almighty, over the fear of anything human beings could do to them. They chose the right path instead of the expedient one. Brothers and sisters, it is pretty unlikely that anyone will try to force us to bow down to a golden statue or to threaten us with a fiery furnace, but there are a couple of questions that are raised by this story for us today. The first is this. What about the things that we worship instead of God? You fill in the blank here. Where do we place our attention? Where is our heart? What is of ultimate concern to us? That's one question, and it is an important one. And a second question is this, how do we face our fears? I will not tell you not to ever feel afraid. That is impractical. It doesn't work. Fear is a mechanism that God instilled in us for our own survival. Fear helps us when the pit bull jumps out into our path and threatens our lives. We get really sharp and react pretty quickly when our lives are threatened. So I can't tell you not to be afraid. But I will tell you why we should face our fears with courage, and it is this. We are so loved. We are so loved. Just as another presence was in the flames with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we have a presence with us today who never leaves us. Hebrews 13.5 tells us that God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Meister Eckhart wrote, Do exactly what you would do if you felt most secure. There is no reason for us to feel less than secure, since we have a God who loves us so much. So whether we are pressured to worship a false god, or whether we are asked at any time to do something that goes against what we know is right, we have a companion that stays closer to us than breathing. Love will carry us. We can trust that love just as those who went before us. We are so loved. Let us pray. Holy and loving God, remind us that we are so loved. Remind us that you never leave us nor forsake us. And give us the courage to rest in your love and faithfulness. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Receive the benediction. May you do exactly what you would do if you felt most secure. May you rest securely in God. May you trust God's love. And may your courage be greater than your fear. Amen.